Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking, Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. Welcome back, longtime listeners. Welcome back, Shades. Welcome back, Sketch. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Every time you join us, uh, you join us in our GoCo in a different corner of the Geeking Out multiverse. Shades. Where do yes, we sketch. where do we have it set up this week? Oh, uh, sketch. We are set up uh, in the parking lot of the Starlight Star Bright trailer court. Trailer court. Very important distinction. Uh, just uh, just just uh, you know, hanging out in Canyon Country, California. Very good. And if we're in a trailer park, <laughs> trailer court. Trailer court. What's the difference? That's a good BQ. It's What's a great- the difference between a court? And a park, we'll find out for the long time listeners. Write in, right in, and we'll, we'll we'll we will we'll have that discussion. Yep. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, as long as we can't talk about that, we might as well be talking about uh, a little property that you might know, a, a gem, if you will. Some might a rough a rough cut gem, a diamond in the rough. Yeah, some might say yes. Uh, what what's what are we talking about today, Shades? Sketch. We are talking about the 1984 pioneering cult classic beloved by millions by millions i mean me yep the only millions you care the about the last starfighter the last starfighter i don't know if that's true i feel like there's a, a big oh yeah no i'm a sure. big following i'm sure movie. there's a big yeah. following on this movie seems seems like a movie yeah. that that struck a lot of chords early in people's development i i agree yep. yeah do we have a? Does that mean we have a theme song oh, uh, this yeah, week? If yeah, we're... I, what's this? What's over here in this in the corner? What is what is this? It's an Greetings, old Starfighter! You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. I'm just gonna put a quarter in this machine over here, Sketch. Perfect. Through uh, sound engineering. Yeah, professional sound engineer over here. Perfect. So, guys, if we are going to be talking about The Last Starfighter, we're going to spoil The Last Starfighter. Spoilers for The Last Starfighter. Um, And that's kind of it. it. I love these standalone property sketch. They're so great. They're so, well, that aspect of them are so great. I'm detecting some uh, shade uh, being thrown from your side of the GoCo. I'm fine. No, I watched it. It was a movie. It was. A beginning, a middle, and an end. It did. So that's I'm more than some movies can say for themselves. That is more than some can say. So, um, shades. Let's start with well. Let's start with me this time because yeah, this is going to be sketch, really sketch. What's your history with the last this Starfighter? Is be really uh, quick. Uh, you said, "Have you ever seen the last Starfighter?" And I said, "No." What is it? And I'm like, "Oh my god, you've never seen the last Starfighter? Let's do it for the pod." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," and then I watched it. And now here we are. And that was it. That was last Starfighter history for me. I never uh, knew about it. I, I'm i sure at some That's point. It's shocking to me that you had never heard about last Starfighter. Nope. In some, I'm sure somewhere online, I, I, I read in passing, like someone mentioning last Starfighter yeah. and it meant nothing to me. So it, right. it didn't retain any information. Never saw it. Um, didn't even really know about it. Then watched it for the podcast. There you go. There That's you go. my entire history with the last Starfighter. Awesome. Quick one this this week. Yeah. How about you? Do you have a more robust history than I do? This is one of my formative movies, Sketch. Mm-hmm. So 
I have a very early recollection of this movie. Was it a grand movie? Wasn't no, it was movie. too early. No, this too was early. this was a movie I saw on television. Yeah, this was in 1984. This came out in 84. So we also came this out in is, 1984. Uh, I came out in 83. But, well, I you know, came out in 84. Just, just under you the wire. Just, you really just. under just. the wire in 83. Um, you were still being toweled off in 84, I, basically. That, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yeah. very much. I was, uh, I was like the, I was like an automobile. Yep. The, the new model year. Yeah. At the end of the pre, yeah. That's really, yeah. That's great. Really it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. They were still putting the showroom finish on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so this, I, I mean, I, I feel like I, w- I saw this on television, uh, like eighty five ish. Maybe no, that's too that's early. But like maybe eighty six, eighty, eighty seven. It's like one of my early like memories. Okay. Um, like similarly to like watching Airwolf or Knight Rider or A Team. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely saw this on like cable it's the the infancy of cable television mm-hmm. on like fox or usa something like that midday um and i feel like i saw it was like heavy syndication so this is like one of my formative sci-fi experiences and i i want to say this might have like planted the sci-fi seed in my brain i'm sure it did for a lot of people i think so our age and um yeah, like one of my formative movie experiences. I just remember like the the Star Car and the Gunstar. Mm-hmm. Though, like I I had this predates Star Wars, mm-hmm. Star Trek. This is like my first foray with space. Yeah, um, I went through like an astronaut phase, mm-hmm. and uh, like I just remember being enamored with the Gunstars. Um, right. And I probably hadn't seen this movie again since I rewatched it uh, earlier this week. For pod, um, I probably hadn't seen it in like twenty years. Wow, or or like at least ten. Um, and I remember, like, I was like, I can't wait to see the Gunstar. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the Gunstar. Can't and wait. then I saw the Gunstar, and I was like, oh, I don't know if this ship is as cool as I remember it being. And then, like, there's potential to it. There's a lot of potential to it. But like, I just remember, even like, it was unlike anything I had ever seen. It's still unlike anything I had ever seen mm-hmm. for a ship. Um, you know, you might be saying, oh, Shades, you've never seen like a two-seater cockpit like jet or starfighter. I have, mm-hmm. but not like a Gunstar. Mm-hmm. It's still unique in my brain. Okay, It's still a formative experience. And like, I just remember there being like a sense of magic to this movie. Yeah. Like, and I still, when I see it, I can like see the blemishes I can see it for what it is now, but when I watch the movie, there is still some kind of like wonder and magic in that movie. There and I, go. in a way that I can't explain. And it's, it's so interesting because this movie, like I really identified with this movie. Um, there's a line early in the morning in the movie um, without getting too far into it, where the main character, Alex, I can't remember who he says it to, if it's to, um, Grick? Gurk? What? Who's his part? Who's his co-pilot? Well, that can't be early in the movie because he he doesn't meet this co-pilot to like, Gurg. Sure. Greg. Greg. His name is Greg. I got there. Greg. I can't believe, he meets Greg kind of early in the movie. In the movie? Yeah. He meets Greg like in, in the, he meets him when he first gets to the space station. That's 13 minutes into the movie. 
of an hour and a half yeah. movie. Yeah, it's 13, okay. minutes in, it's 13 minutes in. Okay. Uh, anyway, or, or if he says it to Centauri. Centauri, whatever. For a movie that I love, you think it'd have the names worked yeah, out better. I just remember there being a lot more before he gets to space. It seems like there's a lot, but there seems isn't. Like He's in space lot. in the first 10 minutes, but then he leaves and goes back to the trailer park. Yeah, I know That's why does. it seems like it's further into the... Anyway, I think he says it to Centauri. He goes, like, what, like, why me? I'm just a kid from a, from a trailer park in nowhere, America. Uh-huh. And Centauri says back, it is Centauri, he says back to him, if that's what you believe, then that's, that's all, all you'll, you'll be. ever be. Yeah, it is Centauri. I remember that. that and line. it's like, God damn. That was him getting into the star car for the first time. Yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah, it is early in the movie. Yeah. Um, I, was like, yeah, I can remember like in an early viewing of this, just being like, God damn. And like looking around the town that I grew up in mm-hmm. and like having that connection of like, oh, I grew up in a mill town where like families had been living there since the 1880s, like in the same houses that their ancestors like worked in those mills and lived in that mill housing. And when the mill closed, they bought the houses from the mill. And uh, when they had kids, like a lot of these houses were duplexes, their kids would just like move into the other side of the the mill house Mm -hmm. and then their kids would move into the side that their grandparents lived on when when they died and 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 certainly my family lived that existence and so like i I, you saw yourself at alex i did i was like oh shit like that's that's some like i hadn't seen star wars yet but that's some jedi shit there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i remember that and i um yeah and i remember that being a theme like people will often when i would tell people where i was from They'd be like, ooh, mo- like most people spend their whole lives trying to get out of that place. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's something to do that. And you know this. I often describe the town that I'm from where the skies are brown and the rivers burn. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I stand by that. It yeah. is. So, um, yeah, this movie had a big impact on me. And just like the idea of like exploration and space. I think this was my first connection to outer space. Yeah. I mean, if it's your first foray into outer space... And and to it'll, like it'll blow you away. A five year old, four year old, five year old oh, kid, yeah. like the they had spacesuits, they had helmets, they did that jives. Yeah, you so, could be a starfighter. It all made sense. Yeah, it all so, added up. No, this is a very early formative experience. It holds like a very like strong connection. That's great. In in my in my touchy feely bits. Excellent. I saw it three days ago. Yeah. So first, not first time not ever. the same. It, I imagine it doesn't resonate the same way. It's too late to be formative for me. Yeah, I'm pretty formed. But uh, I remember I remember watching Star Wars for the first time and just going, oh, this is the last Starfighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think Starfighter does some story components better than original Star Wars. Um, that's a hot take and a controversial statement. I know. But I think like yeah, I'm waiting for an story- example. Story wise, well, we'll get into uh, we'll get into it. Raves, okay. My raves. I think, like plot wise, there are some things in Last Starfighter that are better constructed than a, like A New Hope. Okay, all and, right. Uh, we'll talk about it. So you got history of the movie. History itself? of the movie. Yeah, released in 1984 and classified as a space opera. The Last Starfighter, along with Tron, has the distinction of being one of the two first examples in cinema history to use real-life computer-generated imagery, CGI. Uh, shot in 38 days in Canyon Country, Los Angeles, California, the film used 3D models in place of physical 
props. There are no physical props in this movie, and boy, does it show. Um, they were um, they were all 3D renders. Described at the time, the last star Starfighter was said to be not terrifically original, but well-crafted, surprisingly pleasant, and Gene Siskel, legendary, legendary film reviewer, included it on his guilty pleasure list Interesting. of the 1980s. A rumored sequel has been discussed since 2008, but it is mired in controversy as both Universal and WB each claim to have sequel and remake rights. Hmm. So Universal Lorimar made the original movie. In the 1990s, the WB acquired Lorimar. Mm -hmm. So Universal does have claim to it, but WB also has claim to it. Yeah, it seems like if they acquired it, well, it's Universal Lorimar. Like, Universal used to own Lorimar, and WB bought it. Isn't it like there, like, didn't we just go through this with Disney and Spider-Man and everything? Like, isn't there Correct. like, isn't there like a clear, like, here is a property you bought? Yeah. You have. There's a clear way to do it. Isn't there like a piece of paper somewhere that just says, here's a list of all the properties you bought from right. Lorimar? Right. Well, let's get, let's get on that. Let's find that piece of paper. Well, allow me to continue sketch. In 2020, October 2020, I did remember this, but I went and found it. Um, in 2020, John R. Butel, the original writer of Last Starfighter, shared on his Twitter uh, with a complete sizzle reel containing um, concept art, The Last Starfighter's sequel, and announced that he and the original creative team had reacquired all of the rights to the film. So who had them? Uh, it, I guess he, like Universal and Warner both claimed them, but the, I, I don't know if John Butel himself or a production company that he is involved with has gotten all of the rights to the film. Uh, U.S. distribution, home distribution, and international distribution back from whatever parties. Whoever had it. Whoever okay. had it. I guess yeah. Universal and, and I'm sure some crazy financial agreements there in the background, but the original creative team has the rights to the movie again. Okay. And I, I, if you, maybe I'll, I'll put that, I'll put that sizzle reel in the, uh, in the show notes. Okay. Hopefully I listen to this when I'm putting together the show notes and remember to put it in. Let me we'll make see. a note in my notebook. Sizzle reel in show notes. We'll edit this out. We'll see if that works, we're gonna, guys. We're going to edit this out and make me not look ridiculous if on air. Right, guys? If you're listening, right? Future Shades. Okay. If you're listening. Yeah. I'm waving my hands to get your attention. Good job. Perfect. Okay. All right. So there might be a future to Last Starfighter as I well. I really hope so. Which would then, of course, negate the last in in Last Starfighter. Because now we'll have Well, I mean, they imply at the end of the movie. Spoilers. Uh, the, oh, yeah. At they're, the end of the movie, they're going to rebuild the Star League. Yeah. The former last Starfighter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds yeah, like no, the, the movie ends uh completely open. Yeah. To to a continuation. Of course. Absolutely. Starfighter trilogy, of course. It certainly could have. Definitely what they were setting up. Yep. Very good. Yeah. Uh I, I think that brings us to the All important internet All scores. Important internet scores. Okay. Oh, did I not write down the cost? Sketch, you might have dodged a bullet. I bet I can find it fast. Okay, all important internet scores. Mm -hmm. I can't let you dodge my favorite part of the show. IMDb, 6.8. Okay. 
Interesting. Rotten Tomatoes, critic score, 76%. Wow. Good on your Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Fan score, 69%. Well, very close. Yeah. Wiki, uh, Metacritic, 67% critic score. These are all relatively close to each other. 74% fan score. Mm Mm-hmm. 91% 91% of Google reviewers. That's Google for you. Love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a really hard time scoring this. Really? I started in the 90s. Okay. Then I was like, eh, it's got some problems. It has a couple. It has some problems. That's okay, though. Um, I just go with your gut. Then I went in the 70s. And I was like, that's too low. I fucking love this movie. Just do you. Like, and then it's a movie from the 80s. It is so I was going to give 80s. it a score in the 80s. I was like, ah, I don't know. I just like gave um, Space Jam New Legacy a score in the 80s. And space. I think Space Jam New Legacy was a better constructed movie in many ways than this was, um, but also lacking in other ways. So I'm going to I'm going to go with my gut. I'm just going to throw a dart at the board and give it a perfect 100. Wow. No, I can't do that. Perfect I can't do that. 100. That's that's not. Wouldn't fair. that blemish your other hundreds? It would that blemish given? my other hundreds. So then I'm like, ah, I can't get, I can't just score it on nostalgia. So I'm going to go with an 89. Nice. 0.9. That's a good score. Thank you. Very good score. Sketch, how do you score a last Starfighter? I gave it a little lower than you. That's okay. Listen, I don't have the the formative experience. I don't have the the um right. I don't have the benefit of seeing this before other things that yeah. have come after it or even that came before it that yeah. I hadn't seen first. Um I have only my one experience watching sure. it. I can't say I overly enjoy like I wasn't overly entertained as I was watching it. Okay. I was pulled out by a lot of stuff. By a lot of stuff. Okay. I gave it a 47. 47 sketch? Yeah. Ouch. I I just, I was, as I was watching en- it, I was just Oof. like, I'm, I'm just not enjoying my time right now. Oh, wow. Like, I was just like, I'm just not enjoying myself. Ouch. So uh, that's what I gave it. There oh, were components of me. it I liked, but there were so many components where I was just like. Bored. I Bored is, I, I don't know if I'd use the word bored. There was stuff going on. Uninterested. Maybe okay. that's another word for bored. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> but it implies that something's going on that you yourself aren't into. Gotcha. You, you could be bored because nothing's going on around you. OK, that's if you're fine. uninterested. Something's happening, but you're not invested. So a better way was you just didn't like it. Yeah, I just wasn't. Uh, yeah. I wasn't into it. Just wasn't that that's into fair. it. That's fair. I didn't really connect. Like, I didn't connect to Alex. Gotcha. I had I had zero connection to Alex. I also feel like you have like very fond memories of growing up where you grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and, uh, you know, I went through that stint like a lot of people do where you're like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And then uh, realizing like, uh, well, you know, there was a lot of good to it. There's a yeah. lot of charm to it. I'm, so I, like I'm past that point in my life now. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's I mean, I'll, I'll explain myself. Uh, but yeah, as someone who saw it three days ago. Trash. I wouldn't say try. I've given <laughs> other properties lower, not many, not many, but uh, you know, like I would absolutely watch this over Batman Ninja again. Oh, okay, you yeah. Know, or or what, uh, I, mean, I hope you gave Batman Ghost. Ninja a lower score than this. Yeah, that was like in the twenties okay. or something, or like Answer the Call or something yeah. like that. Something that's like like offensively cash grabbing. I don't see that in this. I don't right. see like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, this was just like a greedy decision like let's get in on Star Wars. Let, right. This was like oh, there was some heart to it and they they wanted to tell a a, a new story and right. It just didn't resonate with me. That's cool. all. That's all.
we're all entitled to our, our oh absolutely stuff. i don't hold that against you oh okay okay yeah i can't imagine i can't imagine watching this for the first time at the age we are now and being like wow yeah. like having seen iron man like star wars yeah. like any anything with like relatively decent effects work and modern production value yeah yeah i can't i can't imagine and even like i said like even just like my path in life didn't overlap too much with yeah with alex so i didn't i didn't have someone to really grasp onto sure and be like he's telling my story sure i don't think alex really tells my story but but like of you know like wanting to move on and sure, do something sure, sure. with your life I, I think a lot of people have that yeah i never want to do anything with my life i'm doing a podcast i'm good <laughs> that's it that's my peak i mean we really it's have to sh- ask the question what are we doing with hill. our lives it's a shallow hill but it's my yeah. peak so this is the hill that you will die on yep so there you go <laughs> all right rants and raves let's start with oh no 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 sketch oh you found them you i found, found the them uh i had them i just didn't write them down uh how much do you think this cost to make sketch 84 money is tough i mean 1984 but also think about the computer effects that were in this movie for yeah. 1984 so they were expensive back in the day i feel like this was very expensive for the like type of movie this was otherwise okay and the and the 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 actors who were in this there isn't like a thirty million dollars. That's generous. I thought you said it was really expensive to do computer generated stuff. It like, was okay. Eighteen million dollars. That's a great guess. Fifteen million dollars, okay. and the bulk of that is spent on twenty seven minutes of effects. Yeah, no, there's a lot of. There are five hundred and thirty thousand polygon generated effects in yeah. this movie it's not it's not like a it, movie that's like hey we have some of the first computer cg and it's in a scene for like a right. flash and the there's a no, lot they commit of it. to it yep yeah they're they're 500 over five hundred thousand polygon generated effects yeah which when you think about it um we didn't start getting polygon generated video games until um the nintendo 64 was The Last Starfighter a real arcade game before this movie? There were there was a there were arcade games that were like this. Yeah. But was But this was not a real okay, arcade. Okay, so this the was a game, game made was created, for the movie. Yes, the okay. game was created for the movie. Okay. Um and also had some of the best effects for video games at the time. Oh, it better. Yeah. Um So yeah, there there were games like asteroid is kind of like this um there was like a arcade game where you're in a plane and you like zigzag back mm-hmm. and forth and there there were target based oh, games yeah. yeah 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 no uh, i can remember those games i just didn't remember centipede kind of plays this like this specific game yeah this was not a real game okay how much do you think it made sketch 84 also generous uh, no no oh, i'm okay. saying the year is 84, 84. gotcha yeah um $55 million. It's a good guess. It was generous. It Still made, generous. It made $28 million since an original run. Okay. But it was only released in select theaters. This this really? movie, to me, is like an independent film. I don't think it had... Like, Univer- Lorimar Entertainment. When you see Lorimar Entertainment on the screen... I did not recognize Lorimar Entertainment. Well, when you see Lorimar Entertainment, you kind of know what you're getting. Uh, I be- Like, Lorimar Entertainment did, like, a lot of the 1980s, mm-hmm. like... um like family based shows like Mr. Belvedere, Webster. Oh. 
I think Full House was Lorimar Entertainment, like Punky Brewster. They were not like oh, so they a went into movie the 90s. studio. Okay. This if you is will. they're branching out. This is like reaching for the stars, if you will. Yeah. Um, this move the the effects for this movie were generated on a honest to god supercomputer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't write down the model, but it's it is it is pioneering yeah. for the age. Um no, when you watch when when you watch it, like I get that. Yeah, the movie didn't resonate with me, but I get I'm watching the effects, and yeah, they're aged. Because, because they are yeah. literally aged; they yeah. have aged over time. Yeah. Uh, and, and but I go, wow, they really, you know, they went for it. They, sp- I feel like they spared no expense yeah. on the on the computer modeling. Yeah. And like, I can't imagine sitting in a theater having like seen Star Wars, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. like, Star Wars is impressive. Yeah. But then to like see the effects in this movie. And like must have that must uh, it must have been amazing. It must I feel like it would have been one of those things that you like remember for the rest of your life. The first time and you I'm saw sure a lot CG. of people do. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it. That's all I got. That was great. Rants and raves. Rants and raves. Start with raves, and you better start. Okay. Um, there is something indescribably magical about this movie. Um, and it harkens back in the best ways possible to like all of the pulp and diamond space stories of like the pre and post World War II era. Like your your um, Flash Gordons, mm-hmm. your like like all of your like kind of like um, like Barbarella ideas of like um, v- like pulp kind of dime store fantasy novels of what we thought space was going to be like. And, like, the benevolent alien, like, races that you would meet along the way. Um, like, the things that, like, inspired, I feel like, inspired Gene Roddenberry to create the Star Trek universe of, like, exploration and cooperation. Like, the Star League. And it's, it it at the same time, it's King Arthur in space. Oh, it absolutely is King Arthur in space. Um, they say it's the Excalibur project. It is the they, yes, they call it the Excalibur project. And yeah. and the I love that the video game is the sword from the stone, stone yeah. test. If you can get the high score in this video game, you, like you are the one. Yeah, or you are one of many, but you, you have to, you've passed the you've test. passed the test for your for your planet. Yeah. and and you could you could and, and here's the thing that Centauri didn't follow is. It's still supposed to be a choice, right? It, the, the 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 law, the regulation is still that, that you, you can't have to take choose. someone you against just their will, them. right? Centauri, yeah. Okay, careful, stranger danger. A lovable grifter, yeah. Um, all right, two things, two things about your rave. Okay, first thing, the whole Excalibur in space thing. At the moment he said, um, the Excalibur project, yeah, I was like, oh shit, I'm now depositing a world in which, um. The Space Force, or whatever they call it, the Space League, right? Um, did Excalibur the sword to pick the leader of England. I thought the same <laughs> thing. I was like, oh, shit. They've Excalibur. been doing this forever. Yes, like yeah. King Arthur was a starfighter. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like Was Centauri Merlin? He was like blown away by the, the technology. Feeble brain could, could not it. comprehend it. Yeah, so I, I, I put that together. I got yep. it. I got there. The second thing is I agree with your rave. About that feel, yeah. Because for me, it's a rant. Because I don't like that feel. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't. 
I don't like that era. I don't like being reminded of the era, like through pop culture, because I don't like that era of oh, those okay. like sci-fi pulp things. It reminds me of MST. Okay. And, and that like, it's almost like the B movie. You yeah, don't like, like the B movie, but it almost has. Um, and I get that there has to be like some. I don't want to say horror because it's not like scary. Right. But there's an unsettling Supernatural, aspect to it. Something unsettling, yeah, not natural. That that like, uh, oh, these things are coming and and they're they're grotesque. Like the, yeah. at, at times the movie gets very gruesome. It's it, it, yes. Um, very it, like those practical effects made me go like, oh, whoa. OK. Um, when they melt the spy. Yeah. And like he's just screaming. Um, I was I was like, oh, oh, oh boy. I felt like Alex. I was like, I didn't yep. sign up for this. I'm out of uh, here. What was it? Oh, when the when the um when the beta when the beta is, is forming, forming into him. Whoa, That's a God. great effect. As too. that is a uh, that is a hard reveal. Just like whoo, pulled the sheet yep. off of him. And Literally there pulled yeah. the sheet back from over. Uh, yep. Woo. And uh, you know, it's just not my cup of tea. Okay. So like again, this movie had a lot of elements that I think that that you like and because I just don't like those elements, the fact that there's gotcha. so many of them in this movie, I'm just like I'm having a hard time finding a handhold here. Oh yeah, if you don't like if you don't if B movies are not your thing, this is a hard movie because this like it's interesting because like a B movie is technically classified as a movie that doesn't have a very large budget or A-list actors. Yeah. But I think somewhere along the lay, way, um, B-movie became a genre as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. Um, and, like, you can you can make a B-movie. There's a feel to a B-movie. Yeah, you can make a B-movie with a budget and, like, a great cast. We might be talking about one soon. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and this, this movie, as a kid, felt like an A-movie. Yeah. But it also feels like a B movie, and I fucking love B movies. Oh. I love B movies. I would imagine as a kid, it feels like a very obtainable A movie. Yeah, I could live this. Yes, and but also like, there's something in a B movie that you're like, I could make this. And if you're yeah. a creative, when you see a movie like that, like it just like excites you in like the most it's indescribable way, like. It feels accessible in like a way like you you could believe that with some like with like some cardboard, some like creative like uh, trips to the thrift store, you could build the the um, the Gunstar cockpit. Oh, it yeah. doesn't make that. If you get an office chair, some cardboard and like a puffy coat yeah. and like a plastic space helmet, you're in a Gunstar. Yeah. So like as a as a create if you have like a vivid imagination and some like and you're good with your hands like and duct tape and cardboard and some paints like the like B movies feel accessible in a way that like we talk about like that show movie magic or behind mm -hmm. the making the movies whatever it was called I can't remember um, I've never remembered what the name of that show is I know it's we give I think we give it a new name every time we yeah. talk about it just a behind the scenes thing yeah there's something about a B movie that's like oh I can make I can make a movie. Like, yeah. I could do this. This is not hard. This is doable. Like, the hardest part is, like, getting a camera. Yeah. <laughs> not not setting up the world that you would film. Yeah. The hardest part is getting a camera to capture. I thing. get that. I get what you're saying. So, and yeah. as a non-creative, it's just a hard... You are not a non-creative. Well, I'm feeling like I'm not because it's it doesn't trigger those things in me. Did you ever want, did you ever want to, like, make movies, though? Is that something, no. like, did you... So, 
I, I guess I should. I guess I should like uh, classify like if you were someone who was captivated by movies and like wanted to be involved with movies. Oh yeah, no, I, did, I never. Is that funny? I never wanted to be in motion picture. Oh yeah, there was there was a big phase like in into like just ever so slightly predating like making music for a like director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I was yeah. like, oh yeah, there's like write and direct movies. That would be like that's the life. So no, yeah, like B movies. It is never too late, and I and I've like made I've made some documentary stuff at this point yeah. with it, that it's it's decent. There you go. Um, if I do say so myself, I'm sure other people. You say are you are saying so yourself. Um, so like yeah, it it felt accessible. I love that. Yeah, I love, oh, I love, no. I love B movies for that I regard. Get, yeah, I totally see that it's accessible. Cool. I feel like I just like ran with your rave do you have another rave Wait, i didn't have a rave oh that was that your was rave. your rave no you said something about like uh... i i said how your rave was a rant for me oh okay do you have any raves yeah okay i have two raves okay give me one okay my biggest rave of the movie was i loved everything about robo alex yes the beta everything the beta was so good i just continually wanted more of that story yeah i could have easily done a whole movie of just the beta and just Maggie. Just the beta and Maggie. Tra- and Lucas. Trying to like. Lewis? Lewis. Lewis. Trying to fit in and. Is this the part where I stick my tongue in your ear? Yes. Like just trying to figure out humanity. I, I thought it was some of the best acting from Alex's actor was that even in the scene where yep. they're both in it together. Yes. And, and like um, the Lance assassin. Guest plays Alex Rogan and he's fantastic. And he also plays the beta. Yes, the yeah. beta Alex and so real Alex. When he plays the, them both. When the assassin shows up. The Zandozan. When the Zandozan shows up to kill Alex, and both Alex and beta are on screen together, yes. I feel beta Alex is acting far more. Circles around yeah. Alex, yeah. <laughs> Which is like bananas to say. Uh, and it was, and, and um, it, it was done so well with having them share the screen yep. that it did make me go, are there real, are there, are this, is this, is this a twin situation? That because effect, they're very good. I feel like that effect, uh, was probably Solid. very new and it was like done so yeah, well. It was, uh, yeah. I, I could not, I couldn't fault a single like, thing. Like there's about a that. Disney movie where like they do that. Like maybe it's the original parent trap and it doesn't work that well. You can always tell when it's yeah, like, you can like, always tell the, the split screen. Yeah. The split screen. But, but uh, can I tell you what's awesome about that? The, the beta Alex, um, so they filmed all of the beta parts. It was a very small part originally, and then it tested so well that oh, they yeah. went back and shot more of oh, it. Good. Like going and, to the lake and everything. Uh, yeah. yeah. And um, so at that point, Lance Guest had cut his hair mm-hmm. and he had uh he like got food poisoning or something. Oh boy, so he lost so, some weight. So he lost some weight. And so they had to put him in a wig mm-hmm. and like put heavy makeup on him, and it wound up making him like look somewhat artificial. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love the beta. That's yeah. one the beta the, is literally one of the, my raves. And it's it's my big like I I literally when they would cut back to space, I'd be like, oh, oh man. Yeah. All right, let's More get beta. let's get back to that because that's fun. And like spoilers, beta's death. Oh boy. Um ama- like No, he has a great death. It's a great and like, come on, let's go. And like, all right, on we jump on three. One, two, and Maggie jumps out. I was like, you owe me, Alex. Yeah. And boom, like, what a great effect. Oh yeah. Like all practical. Oh, that was practical. That yeah. was a practical explosion. Um, they destroyed that truck. They destroyed that, that truck. 
Um, and Lance Guest died in that. Like, that's it. This is his last movie. Lance Guest actually died. Yes, there. he actually died. They did that practically. It was the wig. It was it was flammable. He it just it, it just went up so fast. Belt. Yeah, it melted to the seatbelt and he couldn't get out. Couldn't get out. Um, I I felt ten ten. I'll go ten times more for Beta dying than Centauri dying, and then. 25 times more for beta dying <laughs> than all of space <laughs> fleet dying. When they, okay, when they die. You just identify with like soulless automata- that's automatons. It. That's I, what it comes down I, to. You're I, like, I, oh, there I am. This is gonna, this I'm is. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the soulless automaton this is just going through someone way else's too life. close to home, but I identify <laughs> way more with someone just trying to fit in with everyone else around them and to not be called yeah. out on. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was like, yeah. Give me tips, Beta. Like, I'm still trying to figure this out. Um, <laughs> when they when they blow up space, what's it called? Space, the whole group, uh, the whole coalition. The Codan Armada? No, the Star League. Star League. On when planet they, when, Rylos. When they blow up Star League's outpost. It doesn't look the, like it was on Rylos. It looked like it was it on an like asteroid. It looked like it was on an asteroid. An asteroid yeah. yeah, but they say it's Rylos. They blow it up. Then they destroy it. And I was like, well, well, okay, there they go. They really put the last and last bye. Starfighter. And then they land there. And there's like... They, they, well, they land on one side Yeah, of they it. land on one side <laughs> of it. And there's conservatively like at least 30% of the population is still there. I'm so like, it's like, yeah. Oh, you so if you break it into thirds, a thir- the middle third of the base is wiped out. Yeah. And... Uh, it's the I, hangar. The the ri- hangar is wiped out. Because originally I got a little excited because I thought, oh, oh, I know what's going to happen. You know, Satari's going back to get Alex. And and um, Grim, Grim, Grig, Grig, Grig has that last starfighter and they're going to yeah. meet somewhere and, and they're just going to go just balls out. Just, uh, yeah. Just a star car and the last starfighter. They're like, well, let's lay it. Let's get all. I was like, oh, OK, that's that's OK. That's OK, too, that not everyone's dead. But yeah, um, all of the starfighters, the starfighters are yes. legitimately dead. All of the starfighters and their navigators are this dead. This is legitimately the last starfighter. And the last gun star. The last gun star. It's and a it's prototype. a prototype. And it has death blasm. Has de- I thought it was death blossom. I thought it was death blasm. Is blasm a word? I don't know. I, it, I, I mean, death blossom makes more sense. Yeah, I thought it was death blossom. But you know uh, what? I've only seen the movie one time. I think it's death blasm. Because I thought it was going to be like Burning Big Bang. Liger, Liger Zero Panzer. Sure. The bur- Burning Big Bang move where it blows out all of its stuff. And it was similar, but not It quite. is Death Blossom. Death Blossom. Look at that, guys. I'm the pro at this wow. movie. I know this movie it better sounds, than It sounds, when Grig says it, it sounds like Blossom. Well, Grig has a, yeah. has a has an accent from yep. his planet. You know. Death Blossom. Okay, that, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. It's blooming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with I, you. I, I had no problems with the Death Blossom. Was, One of my favorite movies. Don't know what it's called. I was fine. How much do I love this movie? I guess not as much as I thought. You gave it 100%. No, I gave it an 89.9. Well, it was one of the ones you gave it. Yeah. It's very hard for me to score this movie. You could say you gave it anywhere between 70 and 100 because yeah. at some point you gave I, it all of those. Things. I legit found it impossible to score this movie. But you landed on 89.9, and yeah. I think that's a wonderful score. Thank you. Do you have, a, do you have another rate? I do. Um,. I mean, I've just been like, r- like riff raving about this so much. Um, the rave. Gunstar, yeah, Gunstar. The Gunstar is like such an awkwardly designed ship, but like, here's the thing that I love about the gun- the Gunstar. 
I feel like the create like the architectural designers and 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 sketch artists of this movie really thought about space, right? Mm-hmm. X wings make absolutely no sense, okay? Right, because mm-hmm. like you don't need wings to maneuver in space, right? Like the space shuttle has wings, not because it needs like. it. In, it's for atmosphere. Yeah. So like wings Which in I space assume is what they're using for don't in a, in, a, in the X wing too. But. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like wings in space don't really make sense, and whenever we see like spaceships, a lot of the time. We, we see wings like there's yeah. always wings on these things because that makes sense to us as like terrestrial based creatures yeah, and, the and our ability we, to, we, to fly. We grew up with, yeah. um, and it's one of the things they always loved about Star Trek. You don't need wings in space. You need yeah. propulsion. Yeah. And so like the gun stars construction and shape and how it takes off and lands and the fact that like the pilot and gunner are in like a gyroscope s- seat because mm-hmm. there is no up or down in space. And when your spaceship rolls or rotates you don't need like you don't need to be oriented upside like you need to just be able to lock on to the thing you're trying to lock on to regardless of Mm -hmm. where your spaceship is you need to be able to see what's happening if Mm -hmm. you're like side because there's no up or down in space it's just your propulsion yeah and how it can move you so like the design of the gunstar we still haven't seen i feel like this the only other time we've seen a ship like this is lost in space yeah, this cold war just got yeah. hot. With um, the gyro, the gyro, yep. and and I'm like, shouldn't all spaceships be designed like that? Otherwise, like, unless there's a point of yeah, object, de- definitely any any ship that you're you're firing weapons out of, yes. it should be a, a gyro, mm-hmm. right? So that you can aim. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if and you're you up or hold, down. You you're just turn not the whole gonna... ship to uh, exactly. To so like and the and the other kind of cool thing about. The the Gunstar, if I if I may for a second, Please. I mean I didn't write it down as as a rave. It's it's a it's a fine ship. It's yeah. not my favorite ship, but I I appreciate the design of it. I I think it's I think it's smart. Like you said, it's it really is based on like rockets from Earth, not yes. planes from yes. Earth. It's really like if if you've seen like, like the early Apollo and Saturns, like it's Definitely. it's it's built off of that. And um, if I if I understand it correctly, yeah, I mean the thing is just like. Is just like coated in guns. Yes. So, so as Alex is turning in this gyro and like he's shooting off to his three o'clock, it just it, activates it, a different it, gun. It activates that gun that's over. It. It's yeah. not like the gun swings around with him. Right. That's how I understand it. That's how I understood it from the my I, again. Yes. If you're typing in right now, guys, remember I watched it one time. I'm with you. And and but I think it really was like co- it was like a porcupine of guns, just yeah. like peppered that's all over a the great thing. analogy for this ship because it does wherever have you are aiming that's the gun that fires yes just, yeah and certainly when they activate death blossom oh, death. they're all the, going and off. the ship just starts spinning on the gyre instead of the seat moving yeah it was so it was so cool that, that happened because like that actually makes more sense that the ship spins and you stay where you are yeah it's just fine. and like your seat and then the targeting of the ship then appears in your in your heads up display mm-hmm. um that I thought that was so cool because that's how I interpret it. Well, whatever he's locked on, that's where the, the ship's just going everywhere and firing. And he's like rotating cr- the ship's rotating and just activating that gun as it comes across his screen. And mm-hmm. he just has to fire yeah. or it fires automatically. I don't know, but now yes, who, that's how I interpreted it. The seat spins around and activates the gun who um, in a gun star who flies. Uh, Grig flies. Okay. So the navigator's literally flying the pl- to the pilot. Uh, and Alex is just the gunner. Yes. Okay. Yep. Perfect. I like that. And it's it really is based on it's based on like all of the 
It's based on like every two seater front rear mounted heli- attack helicopter yeah. that's terrestrial based. Like mm-hmm. in the front, you have your gunner. In the back, you have your pilot. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a lot of those interfaces, the pilot is actually like um, flying off of a scope. Yeah. That like as they turn their head, it's turning an, like an infrared camera that they're like steering through. Wow. So and, and I had seen like a lot of those Cold War movies at the time. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this makes total sense in space. If you're the navigator, if you're steering the ship, you don't need to see in front of you. You need like a th- like a, a, a cyclorama of screens that you can like rotate to to see what's around you. Mm-hmm. Or, or instruments. You don't need to see what's in front of you. You need instruments that can tell you what's in front of you, particularly in a spaceship. Yeah. Like, I, I always thought, like, in Star Trek, that's how I always inter- interpreted the viewer working. There you go. It's not necessarily just showing you what's in front of you, like the right. reboot movies. It's not that helpful. But it, that's not helpful at all. You need to see, like, I think in, the re- in, in the reboot movies, I think it's a literal window, isn't it? A literal in the, window. In the new movies, it's a literal window, yeah. and then it has, like, a heads-up display that can, like... Yeah show you other things in front of That's it, which helpful. makes no, so not helpful. Terrible for parking. Exactly. But in the original, it was a screen that could like right. show you different perspectives of like everything around the ship. Yeah. Also more armored too than a glass, Yeah, you don't, need, you don't need a glass window in space. That's yeah. a terrible idea. Yeah. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. Terrible. Um, so, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you appreciate star. that. The yeah. gun star. Do you have another rave? Yeah, I do. I loved that... Um, and I don't know, I can't, you know how you can't explain the magic, like what it is about it, the, the magic that mm-hmm. you love. I, I can't explain what it is about this that I love. Sure. I love that the Playboys were Lewis's and not yes! Alex's. I was, yes. I, I thought that Go was such Go back to bed, a, Lewis, or I'll tell mom your stash of Playboys. Yeah, and he immediately does. I was sure those were going to be Alex's, Alex's. And whenever Alex was at home, Lewis was like sneaking them. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Alex. They're just Lewis's. Alex the, just recognizes that Lewis has found his Where's own stash of boys. Where's July? I, that gave me a good chuckle. Yep. And I thought it was a I thought that was a well-written joke. Yep. And it landed. And I was like, yep. I lo- like it. It was charming. That's yes. what it was. It was charming yep. to me. That, I horn, love, that I love, horn dog. That's a great one sketch. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't have any other written. Um, That's fine. R- raves that I haven't already talked about. I'll just add the arcade machine as the foil was perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's so of the time, but also of the future, and it it has aged appropriately with the culture. That if you found that machine today, the construct of the game, the way it was created it would still attract people's attention mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Like, if you if you were just, like, hanging around, you had a quarter, or you're just passing through, and you saw that, you'd probably, you'd probably stop and play it. Post, post-pandemic, you don't want to touch stuff. That yeah, not, touch I mean, if you're, if you're on a road you. trip just passing through, yeah. and you see that machine, the control interface of the Gunstar in the game is intriguing enough that you would probably play it. Yeah. So I thought, like, the, the arcade, that, last starfighter cabinet particularly was so well constructed and i don't i don't remember playing a cabinet like that do you no still i i didn't really have a lot of arcades around me or or a lot i mean i had the basics like in sure. a in a in like a local restaurant that yeah they, they would have a couple out yep. front or or by the bar or whatever and you could you could play like the classics like pac-man and, right and stuff like that but no i didn't i I never saw something like that. Oh yeah, I, we had we had an arcade right at the top of the street that I grew up on. 
DG's Arcade. We've talked. We, we have Stranger talked Things. About, I think yeah, we, we talked did. about that. Yep. Um, and so certainly there were immersive cabinets, uh, or not cabinets, but like immersive, like fly the jet, mm-hmm. drive the car. But the control interface of that machine is so unique. Like, I would play the shit out of it. Yeah. I think it's a really cool co- construct. Because you have, like, the two gyro systems. So you have, like, the stick that controls the seat and then the, the target. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hand-eye coordination, that's it for is. sure. It is. It's a, uh, I, I thought it was a perfect foil and a construct that is essentially timeless. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like how, how it was called the Excalibur Project, to remind you that, like, yeah, I, this is this is a timeless concept of of choosing who's worthy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I am I am happy to transition to rants okay. if that's where you. Would I like truly to go. don't yeah. have a lot of rants. I more than anything, I have a lot of big questions. Oh, fantastic! I have a ton of big questions. Um, I I have some serious rants. Okay. Um, I guess uh, my first rant is that in a world in which Star Wars exists, it is. It is uh, painfully derivative of of the Star Wars story of like the boy who goes off into the stars mm-hmm. to fight the evil empire, the chosen. Like these are this is not an original concept. Sure. Um, and it's hard to as like going back to it now, having seen Star Wars so close to Star Wars, like yeah. Oh, this is just like a mishmash of of um like star wars elements star star you know the arthurian story that's mm-hmm. present in star wars and this movie mm-hmm. um what you know it's not an original concept of star wars but so close to it it like it's hard to not see that it's an attempt to just grab some cash off yep. of people being obsessed with space and and star wars yeah i i mean i and and i said earlier that i do see the heart in it and i still do see the heart in it it was definitely green lit because because of star the studio wars. was like yeah. yes star, this is our star wars and let's let's make this as close to star but like i i do think at its core yeah it i wasn't agree being yeah. made to be star i think but i think studios or whatever were like, right well this and i think i wars think thing. um john butel's story I, I feel like there's a lot of elements of this that that the studio that Universal particularly was probably like we need we need uh we need a- the more aliens mm-hmm. more creatures more more stuff like that I don't think that was an element of it just feels so forced yeah and the prosthetics for the aliens and the costumes feel like they feel like things that were left over from other properties oh, like they, they they absolutely do yeah the 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 main race yes like the the the, the balding Kodan. people oh oh the rylons yeah the rylons yeah. they they felt like they were the intended alien species of this movie right and they were they were Buttoned up nice. They looked great. All of the aliens were going to look like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, when you get, like, the other pilots and stuff, it did feel like, well, we need more aliens. Right. What do we we have in storage? Right. And we'll we'll throw them in. Like, like, uh, Grig definitely felt like a Star Trek Mm -hmm. kind of redress or, like, a lost. There were, like, a lot of lost in space. And it felt like, it felt like all of the Kodan were redressed Cylons. The Codan, the main Codan. Like, the main Codan. Every I'm, time he looks up, his little visor comes down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, be- the best part was that. What do we do now? Oh my god, that do line. Do? We, we die. die. And, oh the, my and the god. little, the little, the little, like, targeting thing Ugh. flips over. 
But in, I have a big question about that targeting thing because I don't know what came first. Um, the little door flips. Yeah. It makes a great audio. A little, we die. Um, that. But they all felt like Sil- and the bridge of their ship, I think, was like just taken from Battlestar, the original Battlestar Galactica. I'm pretty sure those little pod things are what the Cylons sat in. And they're and they just like chopped off the bottom of a Cylon helmet and gave them like burn victim scarring. Yeah, oh yeah, they they were um they needed answers. They were like bug people wearing Cylon helmets. You know what I the, the I I think it I don't know which villain said this, but this to me was like a great um like scene chewing like villain line. Like I loved this line, yeah. and I forget if it was the main. Visor guy, Codan, Codan, or if well, there were like, like two different prince. groups of the Codans. They were yeah. like the oh, yeah, there was like Codan the deformed, and then like the gross Codan. ones, yeah. And they're kind of like robots, also. Yeah, they seem to be like integrated into the ship, and they like, were like when they would die, mind. sparks would come out. Yeah. Um. What? But or the like the prince guy, like the son of the Zer. leader, Zer. His name was Zer. I thought the Zer were were a were a race. No. Okay. His name is Zer. Okay. His name is just Zer. Uh dock in the sky with their ashes i, lo- I like <laughs> that's that a great that's line. A, that was delivered by like a wimpy like yeah i love that the it only was reason... kylo ren before kylo he ren. was Ky- oh man I, that's a big question of mine did he you just set up kylo on ren? i mean he I, he is he is kylo kylo ren is zur yeah right down to like what ryan johnson did to him I will ask it now. He's very Kylo Ren's, Last Jedi, Kylo Ren. Is, is Kylo Ren's portrayal in Last Jedi just Ryan A Johnson redressed Zer? Did Ryan Johnson just redress Zer? He has that scepter that yep. he does nothing. I wanted him to kill somebody with that scepter. Nothing. Nothing with that scepter. Nothing. That scepter better have come in the sequels. Like that better had come into play somewhere in the sequels. If if there were going to be they, sequels, that was a they made a very big deal. That was about a it. big prop that they made for yeah. the movie, and it had a blade extend from it and everything. It had a lot of buttons on it. Yeah, and I can't, I can't believe that all of those buttons just activated that one blade. I'm going to deposit the idea that because what did he he like left Rylon? He like he is the son of the, the leader, leader of Rylos. Yeah, Rylos. And so I, and I he want joins to say the Codan to he be an just emperor. grabbed whatever he could on his way out, and he just grabbed like a kitchen gadget. No, 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 and no. He says, like, "Yeah, I know." He it. says know that it's a replica reason. of the Emperor of the Codan. I know. I'm just making a joke about oh. all the multi-use buttons. It was on just it what was everything. in his kitchen. Yeah, and it had, had a knife. Like, this one does a knife, and if he had other buttons, it was going to be like a, a brulee torch <laughs> and, and like a, a whisker, a, a rind grinder. Yeah, zester, a zester, yeah, a that's zester, what I a zester, a rind grinder. I like that though. Ryan that's grinder. in a man's kitchen. Yeah, a zester. You ladies, you can have a zester, <laughs> but us men, we're gonna have a rind grinder. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, are there rants? Oh, I have some rants. Yeah, I do have yeah, some well, rants. Give me some more rants. Um, I thought the movie, to put it gently, was not particularly flattering to the ladies in the movie. Oh no. Uh, especially Maggie, who is our main. Yeah. And and she really starts the movie. She's like who we're introduced yep. to first. So Where's I Alex? thought I thought we were gonna have Playing more the last Maggie. Starfighter. 
and and Maggie just kind of devolves into like a damsel to be rescued. A damsel to be rescued, and like she's just interested in making out. Yep. And she has no desire to leave. Like Alex, she has no like she has no agency, no motivation, no agency. Whatsoever. Alex comes to take her to space, and she's like, "Nope, no, I shouldn't." For, for no real reason, like she already, take care of Granny. Yeah, she already doesn't have great motivation. Gotta to watch stay, the stories, but like it was a different character, wasn't it? A re- like a, a real. Like she could have been like, huh, not fucking space? going to space war. No. And I would have been like, I accept that. Fuck Maggie. No. That's understandable. Yep. But then she's like, no, the guy I like is going to space. So I'm going to go with him to yep. space. She was that. Yeah. She was big weak. She was like big rant. cringy weak. Like you could have easily once once she knew about beta. Right. And stuff like that. She could have been helping defeat the, uh, right. what's his name? Zer- the Zandozans. Zandozans. They send a bunch of them. They send a bunch. Um, but no, just just kind of, she's kind of like, you know, she's, she's oh, Alex is going to get the girl at the end. Even though he already has the girl. Right. I mean, he starts the movie with the girl. Starts the movie with the but girl. But then he can go to space with his girl. With the girl. Yeah. Yes. So that was the, I kept, I guess my thing was I just kept waiting to use Maggie. Yeah. Let's give, have a, no, now nope. can we, no. Okay, no, she's going to space, and there's the credits. Okay. Uh, This movie is very much stuck in the 1950s portrayal Mm. of gender roles and uh, cinema portrayed uh, as, you know, marketing to men and women as to how your life will play out. Yeah. Uh, It is a very, like, 1950s. Yeah, yeah. And then, then we'll get married. Then we'll like go yeah, wherever exactly, we're gonna go yeah. for my job. We're gonna move for my job, and you're gonna like yeah, take care of the even, house. Even and, before, uh, yeah, even before the space adventure, like Maggie's big plan was that Alex was gonna get a job somewhere and then come back and get her and take yep, and take her. They'll with. get he'll get an apartment and she'll come and live with him in his apartment yeah. while he goes to college. Yeah, and then and like job. that was already not cool, but like yeah. to be doing that still in the eighties, to be harking back to that in the eighties too, was. Extra well, like cool. the eighties, um, the eighties were all about hearkening back to the fifties. Yeah, that was retro, and I 80s. think that's why that's that relationship between the fifties and eighties that I just yeah, you, that's why that is I your don't. least favorite. Yeah. Those are my two least favorite decades. Yeah, decades to wind up in, and the thirteen tens. We'll get the into third. that. A di- <laughs> we'll get into that a different episode. Thirteen tens. You know what you did. Woof. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the, it's hard to, as an adult coming back to it and watching it, um, it's, that is like, I feel like media, uh, certain traditions that you might be raised in, like heavily influences that idea in your brain. Uh, and if you have rejected those ideas to see this on screen, it is all, it is, it makes it almost unpalatable to watch, Mm. uh, when that's thrown into your face that like, this is the ideal. Yeah. That, that this is how life is supposed to be. Yeah. And then you watch that and you're like, oh, I have I have rejected that entirely. Yeah. In my value set. Um, yeah. That's it's a, good, a major. That's a good way to put it. It's a major turnoff in this movie. I agree with you 100 um, percent. The all of the women like his mom works at the diner mm-hmm. uh, and she lives in. You know, she's a and she's a single parent. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's happened to Alex. Uh, dad. Yeah, we know nothing we about know his, nothing. His father. Um Every every woman in the trailer park needs Alex. Yep. There. Well, there are no. There's like no men. There are no men except for um the the custodian. Yep. Uh, and then all the 
douchebag kids. But I guess they don't, the li- they don't live in the in the trailer. They court. don't. They they come to pick Alex and Maggie. They come to pick Alex and Maggie up. The they live in the trailer park. Um, what was it? That actor. I love that actor too. I've seen him in some other stuff. The um, the guy who was like running it. The 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 custodian guy. Yeah. Uh, he was. He he did that role of. You know, because if you if you do um, if you do overlap this with with you know the 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 legend of King Arthur and everything, which right. I this movie definitely should be yes compared to because it's 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 asking to. He has that role of like the the kindly old villager who, who right. has years of wisdom and experience and is is urging Otis, the young boy Vernon on. Washington. And uh, whereas, uh, what's his name? Centauri is the wizard that comes right. into town. The the grifting trickster. Yeah. He's Gandalf. He's Gandalf. And, um, and Otis to a lesser is, extent, Otis is, is Bilbo. Is Bilbo. Being like, yep. go off and have your adventure. Well, like, Od- I, I love Otis. Like, I've, and uh, I can't remember what movie steals this. Like, Otis, like, just like, your thing's going to come along. And when you find it, grab on. Grab on. You got to hold on with both hands. Yeah. There is a movie with Sylvester Stallone oh. in which he said, like, his dad tells him this line, and then he repeats it to his love interest. I can't remember what movie it is, but I know Sylvester Stallone is in it. He's <laughs> talking about, like, his dad's funeral, and, like, you gotta, you gotta hold on with both hands. I'm like, that's the last star. You saw that in The Last Starfighter, wow. Sylvester Stallone. Or whoever told you this. Long-time listeners, if you know that, uh, please, Sylvester. Please write in with a Sylvester Stallone movie in which he, like, repeats the advice that Otis gives Alex. Yeah. And, like, I remember, like, ooh, Sylvester Stallone, you stole that from from Otis. Um, I love that character. I've always remembered that character. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. There's, there's not a lot of... Um... Not to but use those the are word the, that they we are used. the only two men in that yeah. community. And every other one, like they're either old, like spinster women watching their stories, yeah. or single moms. Yeah, but Otis, uh, not to use the but, word. What, what, and there are some old guys we, that play cards. Oh, some guns old guys. That, yeah, uh, he's like the decent one. Is the decent one? Yeah, in in town. Yep. There's not a lot of well. All the old Not guys a lot of playing are cards developed. that are like they're they're drinking, they're talking yeah, they're about they're, yeah, they're deadbeats. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason they're calling on Alex to do everything yep. because like they're deadbeats. Yeah, they don't do a those fucking guys thing. Doing nothing. Yep. So yeah, it's uh, there. There are a lot of cringy bits of this. Yeah, that has not that aspect has not aged well. Um, you got another rant? I mean, we I I've already talked about my rant about you know the the feel of it. Yeah, which, you know, um. And we've talked a little bit about the 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 effects and stuff. Yes, just doesn't doesn't age great. But I mean, I, I will say this: if I had seen this in the in the movies, yeah, I I'm sure I would have been impressed, thinking like, oh my gosh, computers can do this, right? That's awesome. But I'm pretty sure I also would have been the guy that's like, there's no way this is ever going to replace miniatures. Oh yeah, you know, I agree. like I would have been the guy being yep. like, "No miniatures, is practical miniatures. You'll you'll never replace them." I agree. Um, and now we've kind of swung back to that right. in our in our movie going. Um, the the other thing that I just couldn't help but call bullshit on is that uh, the whole town is so excited that Alex beats the game on the <laughs> high score. Like everyone comes out. Nobody this gives seems a like shit the, about yes, this like, game. This seems like the the most unmotivated group of people ever. Who just want to use Alex for his 
his ability to do things. But, I but they, 100% agree. They love that. He's, oh, he's going to beat it. Gotta go. Let's all get up and go out there and watch. I was like, this wouldn't happen now. This wouldn't have happened then. This wouldn't have happened ever. Yeah. Um, 100% agree. A big rant uh, for me in rewatching this is that um, the effects, I think, have not aged very well. They don't hold up mm-hmm. on their own. Um, I it was it was too soon for this technology. Yeah, it was, yeah, really, yeah. It was like too soon to go to theaters. It yeah. was like, look what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously that. important. Like, you don't get the like none of the Marvel movies are possible without this movie. Oh right, yeah. Taking the risk. Yeah. Um, like Tron, Legacy is not like you know, and Tron I think doesn't hold up particularly well either. Yeah, I think we've talked about it. I've never seen Tron. That would be fun to do. Yeah. Tron and Tron it's Legacy. It's on the list. It is. Um, but particularly this is a big rant of mine we've talked about it before when you take movies that if you take a movie made before like let's say 1985 and i realize this is like a year prior but i i even say like movies from like 1990 Mm -hmm. if you take a movie like before 1990 before we have modern-ish processing effects and computer integration, Mm -hmm. the minute you de-interlace, upscale, or remaster them, they look like shit. Yeah, and that's the one we watched. So my only time seeing it was... We watched um, a cut of this movie that was remastered to 720p HD, um, which was for the something anniversary Blu-ray. Yeah. Two to Christmas. It, it's it's exactly it. There is a these movies are helped that they're by the fact that they're grainy, mm-hmm. they're dimly lit, and it's blurred. Yeah, the like these movies are helped, and I will I will say, I still have my I have an original VHS cut of A New Hope. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I think it looks better. Like A New Hope on VHS, unremastered. I think it looks better as a whole than everything they've done to it since. Mm-hmm. Like the blurriness and the graininess helps it. Yeah. Um, well, when these things are made with the artists involved knowing exactly what they're going to look like. So they come in 20, 30 years later and be like, no, we know better. And we're going to, right. You know, we're going to de-interlay 60 frames per second. Like going into an art museum and, and going to old, uh, right. You know, middle ages icons and going, we can do better than this. Yeah. We we can, we can clean this up and, you know, and yes, we clean up paintings, but I, by clean up, I mean like add details and, and, crisp up the edges that never existed before you know yeah right so i this and this is a big rant of mine as a whole with movies like stop upscaling stop putting movies in hd that weren't shot in hd Mm -hmm. um and stop trying to unless you're going to completely reconstruct you know like reskin everything reskin everything Mm -hmm. And create a whole new effect to replace those scenes, which we did a little research, and apparently there is a newer version of Last Starfighter that's come out now that uh, John Butel has the rights to the film, where they have just replaced all of those old 
1984 effects with modern, still low budget, but just modern computer graphics yeah. in which you well, can low get... low budget now is still... It's so much better, yeah. yeah. And they, you were watching, you were spent, like, oh, shit, they, that looks great. I want to the, see that movie. What's the common thing that they say that that, that the space shuttle was, was the actual space right. shuttle was launched with, with less processing power than what we carry around in our phones? The uh, astronauts went to the moon... Yeah. With the power of like a 1980, with less computing power than a, like a, a Casio calculator watch. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the, uh, if you're going to do that, you have to complete, I think you, it, it, you're going to, you have to completely recreate the thing. Mm-hmm. You can't just try and upscale and redress the thing. Yeah. Um, it doesn't help it. And, and, uh, and it, it kind of like it really gets my dander up where people are like, oh, yeah, remastered, upscaled. That's and then good, you don't you don't hear that phrase enough. Thank you. Uh, it, it does. It really gets my dander up that yeah, like that makes up for rind grinder. <laughs> thank you. Um, I love grind. grinder. I couldn't think of, of Zester. I love it. I, I, I was reaching for him like uh, at home. I'm going to say to the wife when I need that rind grinder, I need the rind grinder. <laughs> And it really gets my like, dander up. What? Are you not listening? Did you have a stroke? <laughs> um, it really gets my dander up when like, um, yeah, people geek out over people geek out over like, oh, it's remastered. That's not necessarily a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine if the sequest was in clear water. <sighs> oh, I would cry. Well, I mean, I'll just say twenty thirty. No, uh, yeah, twenty thirty two has that problem. 2032. Sequest 2032 with all of like the... Oh, 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 None of the ships look... like They just... All of the other ships that they fight are like... Shit, I can't believe we're in between Sequest original run and Sequest 2032. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? We're living in the DSV world. Oh, God, when... 20... We missed it. Shit, we missed it. No, it was 20... We were like... When we did Sequest, we were like, we have to go and arrive at the dock. Like, and we missed it. You missed it by a year. God damn it. Well, I mean, we did that episode a year before... We should have gone. Yeah. You know. It's too late now. Yeah. Fire up the GoCo. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I could keep ranting. I mean, about my, the, the rest of my, yeah. Did you give this 100 at one point? That wasn't. I, I said, I was teasing. like, fuck, I can't Just give 100. Teasing. I can't. I have a lot of big questions, and I have one, like, ranty big question. Like, it's okay. such a big question to my me. My last, ranty. my last rant. Mm-hmm. There's nothing likable about Centauri. No. Like, I, I never cared for Centauri. Centauri. He's, I like, was pissed with the reveal at the end. Oh yeah, that he's alive. Oh, okay. One that he's alive, and that and that the leader—I forget whatever the leader's name is—has the audacity to say like, "And an old friend wants to help you." Fuck you! He's not Fuck, an old he's not friend. A friend. He kidnapped Alex and died before there was like any connection between the two of them. <laughs> I was like, the title is friend, friend is friend? unearned in yeah. this instance. Centauri is not a friend. Yeah, and uh, that character is—I mean. He, um, the character, the actor, rather, the actor is, um, Robert, Robert Preston. And this is his last, uh, feature. Really? Role. He's famous for playing the, the music man. Oh, uh, that's and, who he was. And like, he's, he's perfect as the music man, but yep. like as a lovable grifter here, he is not like, you he's are not. absolutely right. He 100% kidnaps Alex and then leaves him in, in the middle of a battle. Yeah. Um, like maybe Alex can never get home. Who knows? Like, yeah, he is not a friend. It's not earned. And I hated that reveal. And, uh, at one point they kind of try and make him my rant specifically is that they try and use him as 
both the Obi-Wan character mm -hmm. and Han Solo. Yeah. And like those are two characters you can't you mash can't mush up. Them together. You can't mush Han and Obi-Wan together. He can't both be like giving you the lightsaber and only doing it for the money. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's one or the other. Yeah. You, you can't be the lovable grifter, uh, the smuggler with a heart of gold, and the wise old man that sets you on the journey. It never hurts to have more money or whatever he says. It never as hurts he does. to be rich. It never hurts to be rich. Yeah. Um, and I also didn't understand if he was an alien or a robot. I think he's an alien. I, yeah. I think he's an alien. I'm absolutely not sure, but my gut is telling me he's an alien, unlike any other any, alien right, that we've yeah, seen yeah. In, this, in this movie. And he puts on a human face. Yeah. Um, the other thing is like... <laughs> like a wet paper paper <laughs> towel up to his face, and then he removes it, and it's just human. I love that description. Yeah. I mean, if we had a t-shirt, that's the t-shirt. That's the t-shirt. It's a wet paper towel. Yep. Uh, like, up to your face. Anyway, um, also, uh, characters that reference themselves in the third person mm -hmm. are my least favorite, least favorite characters. things yeah. in all of media. Mm -hmm. if, if you say your name... Other than introducing yourself, if you have to refer to yourself in the third person, I'm out. Yeah. I can't wait for your character to go off screen. Yeah. Death. Or die. Yeah. Leave. What well, like, oh. Hey, don't come back. Don't come back. He basically bugs bunnied it at the end. He did. I thought you were dead. No, I was Nothing. just healing. I was no. just Toons can't die. Oh. Oh God. Is Centauria Toon? Maybe he is. is he Looney Toon? Okay. Fucking Toon. All right. <laughs> This get us some dip. And, and this this to me is a a, a ranty BQ. Like okay. it's it's BQs. I'm it's, gonna try and give you some big A's. It's basically a rant. Okay. In the form of a question. Okay. Why can't synthoids fight? Uh yes. Okay. Because, Why can't they fight? Because they, oh, they, synthoids, they, they they're allowed synth to fight. Th yeah. And all they Alex asked the question that we're all thinking. Why don't you just fight? It would solve the entire problem of yes. the movie. And the answer is just like, we're not allowed to. And it's like, listen, if 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 you yourself movie are posing a question right. that could you solve everything, yeah. I need an attempt. No matter how lazy yep. or how many holes I'm going to shoot in it later, I need an attempt at answering Answer it other question. than just be like, no, can't. can't not allowed to. Not allowed. <laughs> Give me more. If I'm Alex and I'm like going off to fight for your war, I need a little more than that. Okay, I'm gonna pause it. All right, I'm gonna give me pause it. An answer. Yeah. Does he say that we can't, or if, or they are they're not allowed? Uh, he's whichever of the two words he used. It the 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 meaning behind it is they're not allowed to. Okay. It's not like he physically can't do violence or something like that. Even that I would be okay with. Okay. It's that he they can't. They're not allowed to participate okay. in war i have a, an answer yeah I, I want one that's why it's okay. in the bq area and when he says we we can't we're not allowed to i do believe that it's something in their base programming mm -hmm. because the syntho the so beta alex never picks up a weapon a projectile firing he never picks up a laser right and he could have he doesn't use that he uses like a, a board he, like, crashes the truck. Crashes the truck. I think in the beta's base programming, yeah. they've been, like, programmed not to use weapons. Yeah. And, um, like, that, I'll take that. And, like, I think, I don't think that's clear, but I think in their base programming, because they are machines, yeah. 
they have been engineered to not be able to be the instigator, mm-hmm. let's say. Yeah, because he their could... whole role is to blend in and not draw attention and yeah. make the the Zandozans are assassin recon things. Yeah. They're, the whole point of beta is that you're supposed to convince Xur that you're still here. Yeah. So there are many, like for every starfighter, there's a beta. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, tr- like acting in their stead, be like, so that they don't know who the starfighter is. Yeah. And they can't just like take out their family or or like know that it's coming and i also I was, don't know how they like know who a starfighter is like yeah. are they riding that transmission to yeah. know that like the starfighters on earth I I, no that idea. was so unclear um but i think i think betas or, or synthoids are programmed not to be able to and it has connect. they can only protect and it, defend it has to be though it has to be that they're not allowed to fight in this war right the, the, because there's a there's a very strong chance that the person who scores the highest point on this game right and then is going to become a starfighter there's a there's a high chance based on the skills that it would take to do that 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 person could possibly be an actual real life like fighter jet pilot yes right yeah, yeah and yeah. then the synthoid comes in it's like all right we got a mission for oh, you shit. oh shit this uh uh, and then he just blows uh, up. <laughs> I have uh, stomach flu. Is this when I put my tongue in your ear, <laughs> sir? Sir, sir. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah. So yeah, I needed that to be addressed a little bit more than no, we just can't. We can't. That's a, that's fair. Yeah, it's fair. It's it is lazy. It's it's not even lazy. It's negligent. It, it's negligent. Yeah, in yeah. Storytelling. Yeah. Come up with something better. Yeah. Because you've put it... Because you posed it. You posed the question. You posed the question. It's, it wouldn't have been a ranty BQ. It just would have been a BQ. Right. It became ranty because you asked it. It's like when you create the rule and then you break the rule. Yeah. Don't create the rule. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any BQs or all have, the BQs? I, I mean, don't good. have any BQs. Because you're the expert here, so you can answer all mine. This is a two-parter. Um, why not... I'm trying to solve problems. Okay, that I'm sure. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not give Alex the translator device... First thing when he lands <laughs> and just avoid all the confusion. Sure. <laughs> what? Huh? Come with you. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, here's the translator. Perfect English. Follow up question. How good is the translator if it can't come up with the English replacement for wifeoid? <laughs> Griggs wifeoid back home. Translator. Uh, uh, I just got to put in what he said. Wifeoid. <laughs> or is it a robot? Does Grig have a a wifeoid like a synthoid? Maybe. Um, I don't have a good answer. For I that do one. like the translator. I mean, I like the translator technology because yeah. that just solves everything yeah. as far as language barriers go. I like that it's not like. I like that it's not just like the TARDIS. Yeah, just doing it. Yeah, I like that it's a thing that you have. My favorite translation device. I don't put that in quotes ever. Was in Farscape. Do you remember Farscape? Was, was it the thing that like they injected the, you with this bacteria yeah, that uh, the bacteria translates? Yeah, it. that it 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 like, colonized at the base in, of your, your brain stem. Yeah, I loved that. That yeah. was great. And translated recommendation for, you. for Farscape's translator microbes. Sure. Okay. This is oh here's a legitimate. I mean, one. I don't have an answer for. I will. I will say that I appreciated that they established that just everyone in the cosmos doesn't speak English. Yeah. 
I, I like that, that was a part. fun attempt because Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars, Wars everyone's never, just speaking English. Everyone's it's all just, just speaking, common Or language. like they can just understand droids. Yep. Um, somehow, yep. like telekinetically. I don't know yeah. how that works. Like, how do you, how does anyone other than 3PO understand R2? Uh, we'll never know. Yeah. Um, or, or the Jawas, like, how do they understand the Jawas? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. It's never established. Um, yeah. So I like that yeah, there I was like a thing was and I like that language. we heard the other language. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, but why, why should don't they be, just give it to him? Your, in your introduction packet. I agree. <laughs> or, or, uh, Satari should have put it on him immediately in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, um, this like, is like Centauri has like one phrase that he can say in English. Yes. And like when he taps him, he puts it on. Like now you can understand. Yeah. Me. Or like, here's here's something. And then oh, what is this? Oh, it's something you can understand. Was that was that um, Blue Harvest? Was that a family guy thing that was like um, where they get into the back of the truck and it's like um, I've memorized this sentence and the one oh, follow yeah. up. Might, um, have been, might have been Blue Harvest. And and th- that's all I can say. Really? Like, really? Because that was perfect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, like that would have been fun. Which like, is, which is, I kind of get because so far it's all I know in Japanese. <laughs> it's basically, <laughs> it's basically, can you speak any English? Oh uh, my goodness. All right. Do you want to demonstrate? Okay. Can you speak English? <laughs> um, if you speak Japanese, uh, be kind, guys. Be kind. I'm learning. I'm learning. Hey, your Japanese is better than my French. Thank you. All right. This one legit uh, got me. How do the good guys, I forget their names, the, 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 alien, Rylons. the Rylons, know that the princey guy is alive at the end of the movie? The same, the same the, way that Zer knows that Alex is a starfighter. Okay. Just because. <laughs> the same reason synthoids can't fight. Bacteria microbes. <laughs> because, <laughs> because they should all believe he's dead. They crash into the, the moon. The microbes have telekinesis, and it tells you. Though, I mean, clearly, we all heard it. The order was given to yes, die. to die. Yep. What do we do now? We die. We die. Okay. Uh, because they know that the movie's going to, the sequel is yes. going to be him. Right. Um, and the last big question I have, if the assassin has that gun, why does he keep climbing rooftops and just trying to strangle <laughs> Alex from the top? That was another part to me that felt like that pulp-like monster from the Black Lagoon. Like Every this. Zandozan tries to get on top of something and their, like shoot down or strangle. Their whole job, their whole basically being yeah. is just to kill this creature. Well, I mean, here's a follow-up. I don't have an answer for that. It's amazing. It's kind of a rant because the Zandozans can also like do the T-1000 thing yeah, where they yeah. can shapeshift yeah. into anyone they touch. Yep. Why do they immediately drop that disguise, become a Zandozan, and climb up into the rafters of something? Yeah. What the shit? And it's it really is just like uh, because it's the thing. Like, don't look up. I would don't look up. I would. There's like loved- a bug above you on the ceiling. It is the first time. It is okay. So the first time, the first time he shocks Alex, rightfully so. Then right. he goes hide behind something else, and he feels a little safe. And I'm like, "Fucker, look up! Look like, up! He's gonna be up!" <laughs> and then he does, and it's like, "Oh yes, of course." Um, I would have loved it if there was like, like if this was made. And today, they only show them from like that, like the, the, the neck, neck up. up. And nope. I guess like my thought is that the the bottom of that prosthetic must have been so bad and impossible to hide. Mm-hmm. That they had to like yeah. just put his head sticking over things because that's all they could show. I would have loved if there was just like a scene 
where like the guys who sent the assassins were like, all right, the first one failed. We need to send a second one. And they're like, oh, fuck. Did he try to attack from above again? <laughs> like that guy has one move. That's it. Well, they're all but different they all, guys. And they all do that. And they all do it. And I love, I wrote down in my notes because <laughs> Centauri shoots that guy and like shoots off his arm yeah. and whatever. That's cool. Because that happens in Star Wars. Because that happens in Star Wars. You lose an arm. And then, you know, the guy uses his severed arm to start firing. Start firing. Again. And he wings, he, he catches he Centauri. Centauri. And then it's like Centauri turns his gun to like flamethrower <laughs> because then it's like <laughs> shoots him and it ignites. Completely. Shake and bake, man. Shake and bake. Oh, it was fun though. Oh, he's a crispy critter. It was fun. It's like, yeah, it's like what happens to Foghorn Leghorn in the original yeah. Space Jam. Did you order original, original or extra, extra, extra crispy? crispy. Uh, and then just disintegrates. Yeah. Oh, good times. Last Starfighter. Listen, listen. Did I give it a low score? Yes. Did it not resonate with me? Absolutely. Is it fun talking about it with you? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I do the this, podcast. It was, I, I knew we were going to have fun talking do, about it. Do I it. think I'll ever watch it again? Like, I would I would watch, like, those, like, clips that we were seeing of, like, right. remastering. Remastering. More than remastering. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, the re-engineering. Yeah. yeah. Recreated. Absolutely, I would watch that stuff. I would really I watch do this one again to, from start yeah. to begin, start to end. I don't think so. I don't I feel it. like I ever need to watch it again. Yeah, like I, the, watching this as an adult, like nearly broke. Yeah, my love of this movie. If, if I if I were to meet someone on the street, if we ever go back to meeting people on the streets, again, right? And they were to say to me, "Oh, I, I've seen." Last Starfire, let's talk about it. I'm like, great. I had that shared experience with you. Let's talk about it. Right. If I were to meet someone my age and they say, I've never seen Last Starfighter, I would say skip to them, it. don't see Last Starfighter. Yeah, skip it. You're, you past, you're past the age in which it would watch it with your it. kid. Yeah. What? Yeah. Watch show it, it to your, your kid. Show it to your kid. This is a good, this is a good access to like sci fi. Yeah. For the, for the sci fi aspects. Yeah. No, it, it really, I mean, it, it feels like a live action cartoon to me. Yeah. And I guess my big question is, is John Butel a fan of like 1970s Japanese sci-fi? Hope this, so. This, this movie feels like Battleship Yamato mm-hmm. or like the early Gundam stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure where the early Gundam stuff came out. I, um, I but like, either. have you ever seen I Battleship Yamato? Um, That's a whole series. Like, yeah, it's Zoids a whole series. Go- yeah. And I think I saw Yamato, they, they did like a they did they like did. a movie. They've, they've done a bunch of them recently, and yeah. I thought, but maybe I haven't seen it. Maybe I just know the movie came out. I can't remember. Maybe we should do it. I do it, it on the list. Let's put it on the put list. it on the list. So this, I mean, this movie it it is is this movie inspired more by like Japanese sci fi anime because mm-hmm. that's what it feels like to me. I think this movie is so important because it led to so many other things. I agree. I agree. This movie led to so many other things. But I couldn't score it based on the other things it led to. I had to just score it for the movie. It's like it's it's like you know, early early automobiles. Mm-hmm. Like really early. Oh yes. Yeah. They're kind of ugly. They're barely functional. They, they blow you. your mind when you see them. They can kill you. Like, but. If we didn't have them, yeah, where like would we, we be? Would, where would we be? Where would we be? Mm-hmm. Like, if not for the 1990s midside Ford, Ford Ranger, where would pickup trucks be today? I'll tell you. I don't know. Not a good place. Not a good place. Not if not place. for, if not for the, uh, or if if not for the the 19 like 98 hybrid electrics, yeah, where would the car industry be today? If not for the the early 
early 1940s, 50s reels of basketball footage. Where would Space Jam be? Where today? would Space Jam be? Yep. 100%. Um, so, yeah. it It's an important movie. It's important. I agree it's important. It has not aged well. It hasn't aged great, but listen, we had fun. I had fun. I had fun. I, I had more fun talking. How about long is this episode so far? Uh, an hour and a half. Okay, it's just as long as the movie, and I've had more fun in this hour and a half yeah, than I did cool. in, the, in the hour and a half watching it. So, I think it's a great so place So it to washes end. out. Like yeah. it, uh, I broke even. That's the great. The slate is clean. Yes. Perfect. Cool. I guess that brings us to Shades and Sketch Recommendations. You want to start? Sure. Uh, I am going to recommend, I don't know when it came out. I know when I watched it, uh, 1998. So maybe it came out in 95 or 97. The uh, iteration of the Gundam franchise, Gundam Wing, the 1998 anime series Gundam Wing. I think it's like 50 episodes. Uh, It takes place in the Gundam universe post-war where there are, um, it focuses on the colonies Mm -hmm. um, and it's a whole iteration, new characters. And it is the, my seminal introduction to like uh, the, the mech. The, like the mech warrior kind of thing yeah. and of course i had seen other like mech warrior stuff the mech warrior video game there were some cartoons and stuff uh but this was my first like space mecha warrior genre anime mm-hmm. that feels uh very seminal to me in a similar way that last starfighter is in a way that that convinced american media that mechanized shows, movies, concepts were marketable in the United States. So I don't think Gundam Wing is a very popular uh, anime in Japan or in the Gundam line, but it is the most widely known and most popular in certainly in Western media. Okay. We were um, talking about this a little bit. Before, we were. Yeah. Mike, in, the, in those rare instances where we talk. Yes. Off mic. And I've never seen little, a gun. Little no fact. Sketch and I can't stand each other. Can't stand this rind grinder over we here don't talk off mic at all <laughs> i'm gonna start calling people <laughs> <Ryan> <laughs> <Grinders>. <laughs> hey <laughs> they're gonna be like what <laughs> rind grinder it's your zesty baby <laughs> um i've never seen Fuck a single me. gundam which is crazy to me because i love zoids and zoids is like a knockoff of gundam just with animals and i goddamn love zoids you do i love zoids so much um, I really need to watch a Gundam, so maybe this will be the Gundam that I watch. I re- I really love Gundam Wing. I think, although I can't like Gundam too much because it's going to open up a wide, wide area of collectibles for me to get. Um, I mean, I really don't think it is because Gundam Wing is self-contained. Yeah. It's I just not. Mean, it's when not I go directly... to buy a Zoid. Oh, all yeah, the, all Gundams the Gundams that are there. I can easily look past them right now, looking for the Liger or oh, the, yeah. or the Berserk yeah, Fury really. or whatever. But now I'll be like, oh, my God. I love a good Humanoid Gundam. Gundam number four. I don't know. It takes place entirely in space okay. uh, in the colonies. And uh, or actually, no, entire, not entirely in space. They do go to some planets, but it's not Earth. It's not, not it's, Earth. It's post the story. The story is left Earth, takes place entirely in like on a space station and the colonies. Um, and it's like a war between the colonies and uh the whatever the up, up opposing force is, very good. Uh, and it feels very Zoids. Yeah, it feels very similar to Chaotic Century to me. Okay. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, I would love to give it a rewatch. I have not found it streaming anywhere. Uh oh. Um, longtime listeners, if you know where to get your hands on Gundam Wing legally, of course, of course, of course, um, I would love to give it a rewatch. But uh, there it is, Gundam, Gundam Wing. Wing. Check like it out. It. Love it. 
Uh, and it has it's it, the particularly what I love about it is um, it's one of the it's an early example of very well dubbed yeah. anime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and for some you of guys our, who have recently got into anime, you don't know how good you have. You are living dubs in right the now. golden age of dubs. Dubs, yeah, like anime dubs used to be a little terrible. rougher, a little yeah. rough around the edges. The people who like worked in the office of the company that imported it used to like. It's like shit. Does anyone know Japanese? Yeah, like Speed Racer yeah. level dubbing. Not right. good. There you go. Cool. Gundam oh, that's, Wing. That's not the rec. Gundam Wing. Gundam yes. Wing. Sketch, what's your recommendation? Okay. My recommendation is gonna be way, way out there for me. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend it. Way down on the frontier? An album. Oh. Okay, music wow. album. But it's not gonna be that surprising coming from me. Because Bare Naked Ladies came out with a new album. Oh. And I kind of I I feel shame in that like I missed it. Because I kind of did a big social media purge over the pandemic. Okay. It feels good. But yeah. but I also missed the news that the album dropped. So the album came out a couple of weeks ago as of recording, yeah. mid, mid-July. And uh, it's called Tor. No, sorry. Detour de Force. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it comes at their 30-year anniversary of being a that band. seems impossible. I know. And uh, it is... Flippin' friend, fantastic. I I listened to it multiple times on my way up here to the GoCo. Uh, this time I've been listening to it basically nonstop. I every single song in it, I goes from varying degrees of I oh I like this song a lot too. I fucking love this song. Wow. Um, there's not a single song on the album that I I that doesn't resonate with me. I, and they're I, I like really in a whole different phase of their career now, right? Yes, but I do this album. I really feel um, harkens back. Yeah, to the really harkens years. back to some of the early years. There, there's much more rock influence yeah, than folk infru- influence. Uh, Twenty ten, Stephen Page left the band. A little later than that. A little later. Yeah. Than that. Okay. Yeah. That was my. I I went to that tour with you. Yeah. That was the album. Um. They got really folky after they, that. So, it, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, you guys, after Stephen Page left the band, I'm wearing a Stephen Page You shirt are, right I now. saw that. Um, Do you lean more Stephen Page? No, I love them all. You love them all, They're okay. all my, they're all my gotcha. special gotcha. ladies. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, after Stephen Page left the band, I think the, the album that came out directly after Stephen Page uh, left the band was fucking fantastic. Yeah. And I think it's because they were like, listen, we got to show our fans that we can still do we're, this. we're still doing this. This, this isn't going to kill us. Yeah. And, and it was... They they started doing some things like uh, Jim and Kevin started singing yeah. on more. I flip and love Jim songs. They're yeah. great. I'm not as into Kevin songs. They're they're not my style. They're a little yeah. more folky. They're they're a little bit more out there. And then the album that came after that leaned more heavily into Kevin. Yeah. So I was again. I was like, oh, that one I remember not liking at yeah, all. Yeah, it was probably my it least do it least favorite of albums. But this album feels much more back to that more alternative yeah. rock kind of feel and this even me in grade nine this one yeah kind of like yeah. those kind of, that kind of feel and uh also a lot of songs that are appropriate to like the times that yeah that we're living yep. in and stuff like that and sunshine and rainbows and kevin still has multiple songs yeah. on this album and i really like each and every kevin song on this album too so um he's writing more as a part of the band now yeah it really yeah. it really feels more integrated gotcha um so I, I can't say enough good things about Detour de Force. I'm not the best at talking about music because I don't experience music the way like a true music aficionado experiences music, but I friggin' love it. And I'll I'll just leave this recommendation with a quote from my brother because my brother also okay. really likes the band and he's really blown away by this. And he says, uh, 
that this album, what really blew them away was the way they craft a soundscape. Mm. If that means something to you, yeah, go with it. Yeah, um, I find it like I find it to be very rich, like very rich music. Like yep. I'm, I'm fully immersed in it when I'm listening to it. So, uh, Detour de Force by Bare Naked Ladies, their 30 year anniversary album. All yeah, all brand new music. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a compilation album. That's but, awesome. Yeah. Um, an album that has like a when you craft a like the whole album has a sound that mm-hmm. carries through it. Yeah. So like I, I think a lot of musicians now just cr- they basically they write a bunch. Songs and put they them they craft a song and yeah. decide to package them. Yeah, as, yeah. This feels like an album. Yeah. Most people aren't making albums anymore yeah. because like that part of the music industry is is dead. My f- you can't go to a store and buy a CD anymore. My favorite song on the album. Oh, it's a flip up. I, right it's, now, it's yeah. oh, it's funny because one of the songs is named Flip, which is a very good song. But I think New Disaster. I I really like. Do you New know Disaster. if it was released on vinyl? It was released on vinyl That's because why. I know my brother is going to be purchasing it. On vinyl. That's why. So like a lot of like the the vinyl record has really come back. Yes, it has. Guys, uh, I'm going to recommend vinyl. Yeah, vinyl's amazing. Sounds better than the digital music you're listening to because it, there is basically no digitized compression, so it's not shaving any information off the edges when you listen to an MP3. Uh, you're missing a lot of the tonal range uh, because of the compression of the song like or the compression of the file type. So like vinyl and CD have basic like they have similar compression rates, um, but vinyl is obviously analog. Um, so like the the vinyl record has like t- affects the way you write a song, because if you intend to write on vinyl, you have to time out your songs in such mm. a way that they will fit on a side yeah. or a certain number of vinyls or vinyl discs and then you also have to like think about someone's going to drop the needle and has to play all the way through yeah. so it does influence the way you you write and that was that was really lost particularly from like as cd waned and and digital became the file final for, everyone, file format and i want to say Zoom. thank you gen z because like gen z is really like the generation that's like we don't give a shit about mass production. Yeah. We want experiences. When does Gen Z start? I think your brother is Gen Z. Well, we're not Gen Z. No, we're not. Okay. We're either, depending on when you're born. I don't know any of You the and I are technically, bookends. we're technically, there's we're like a middle gen. We're not. We're okay. not millennials. There's like. Are we the, boomers? We're not boomers. I'm like out of generation names People, now. People will lump us in with millennials, but we're really not. There's like this weird micro generation from 77 to 85. Oh, we're in that. We are. Um, sometimes called Oregonians. Oh. Like Oregon Trail. Yeah. So like you grew up in a world with digital technology, but pre-internet. And you were taught how to manipulate the analog world that no longer exists. Yeah. So like we had computer games but we didn't have the internet. It came much later in our development. Millennials are technically people who grew up with their digital natives. We were not digital natives. I think they should call us Ryan Grinders. Uh, Sure. If your trademark, 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 copyright, shades, 2021. If you're going to take those royalty checks. If you're going to toss out a a, a second recommendation, I'm also going to toss out a second recommendation. I'm going to toss out uh, Detour de Force on vinyl yeah. because uh, apparently there's a, a 15th song that isn't released <gasps> otherwise and Ooh. I I don't have a, a record yeah. player but so when, once my brother gets they it they are inexpensive I sketch. will get it yeah it's 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 more about just having another thing in my house they're so and you can get a portable one for like 20 bucks that is self-contained and has speakers if you okay. it's, what, it's you can worth like it put it away you can put it you can oh, just okay. box it up and well, put it away that, that sounds good 
Um, you can get them in. You can get them harder on, to yeah. listen to in cars, though. You can't listen to them in That's cars. That's where I listen to almost all. They my music. make turntables that will take as you're spinning the disc. Uh-huh. It will turn it into an MP3, so you can take it with you. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm I'm gonna. I have complete faith in my lady, so I'm gonna recommend Tour de Force. Fantastic on vinyl, and I'll I'll check in with you guys after I after I fantastic and I'm I'm yeah vinyl there you go vinyl if you have never great experienced, if you have never experienced vinyl um new vinyl is great but used vinyl is also great I experience vinyl all the time because again my brother he, yeah whenever we're over there he's playing some vinyl vinyl records that's 30, the soundtrack of our game 30, nights 30, at his 33 house. and a third 33 and a third 33s possibly my favorite naked gun also 33 and a third yeah Possibly. That's a good one. It is. Love me some Leslie Nielsen. Well, guys. That uh, sketch, you going to take anything from The Last Starfighter? Uh, Yes, there is something from Last Starfighter okay. I really want. What? A beta unit. Because that nice. is wicked, wicked useful. It is, yeah. Could you imagine? I can. While I go to work, it could stay home playing my video games for me. Well, you could. Wow. Sketch, that says a lot about you. Yeah. Would, you could send the beta to work. They're not allowed to go to work. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Won't tell me why, but uh... <laughs> you might want to you might want to reexamine that sure, one sketch. Are you sure beta sketch? Is this a real role? Oh, it's oh, a real oh, role. It's, real. Yeah. it's a real 100% role. 100% real. Can I see what? You can't see. see it. I, not a, a more plausible answer to that was like, "Oh, we can't fight. Like the betas know it's super dangerous and they're going to die." I think a more plausible. I would have loved like, it. "Oh, we can't. We can't fight." I would have, <laughs> I would have loved it if like Alex was up with with Grig. Yeah, and it was like I think it's fucking bullshit that synthoids can't fight. I was like, what are you talking Who about? Who told you that? I'm a synthoid. I'm a synthoid. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute, fuck, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> I love you, Alex. Um. Yeah, that was the answer. Yep. Of course, synthoids can fight. I They're want all synthoids, that to be the and it's just it's Alex. This one, this one beta that's like, and Centauri brought man. the wrong one back yep. up to space. We brought the it was the last Alex. synthoid because they like uh, all the starfighters oh had already been God. spoken for. Oh my! Oh, maybe the Alex we've been following in space is a synthoid. Doesn't know he's a synthoid. Oh shit! Oh my God, guys, we might need a sequel to this episode. Oh my God! Um, I am gonna take. Thanks for asking, Sketch. I'm gonna take Gunstar. Of course. Can I have space in the hangar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Thank won't you. fit in the garage. You'll no. need the hanger. I think I have something in the garage anyway. You do. So yeah. we we share. Awesome. We share. I'm doing a gun star. Yeah. Yeah. The gun porcupine, as I like to call it. The gun. I love it. The old Rhine grinder. Death blossom. Yeah. The wife wait. The, the Rhine grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Gotta get home to the old Rhine grinder. <laughs> oh, man. Why is she a Rhine? She loves citrus. She, she just loves, she loves, she loves. She's always She's always on the Rhine grinder. Oh, my God. Um. Oh. Guys, thanks for joining thank us. We had a fun for, time with this We had one. such a fun time. Uh, Sketch, thank you for potting with me. Thank you for uh, saying yes to, to Last Starfighter. I'm happy I said, because of this conversation, I'm yeah. happy to have these kind of conversations. Guys, please be kind on your um, your 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 keyboard warrior that you're going to come after me. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to know what you think of The Last Starfighter. Saw, how old am I now? Mid-30s? Mid yeah. to late 30s? That's a late time to see Last it Starfighter. It is. Uh, yeah. You missed your window. I of, missed my window, but yeah. I did it. You did. For the pod. Thank you. And uh, thank you for tuning in, longtime listeners. It's great to be back with you. And uh, we'll yeah. see you next time. Bangarang. If you'd like to take a more active role in supporting Geeking Out, visit us at our website, shows.acast.com slash geekingout. 
you can email the show at gowithshadesandsketch at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook or Twitter. Geeking Out is a production of Tree Cave Creative, LLC. All rights reserved, 2021. Yeah.